This is Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief of Evidence-Based GI, and today we'll be discussing a new summary entitled Therapeutic Drug Monitoring of Maintenance Infliximab is Beneficial for Patients with Immune-Mediated Inflammatory Diseases. This summary was written by Dr. Rahul Dalal and Jessica Allegretti, who is Associate Professor of Medicine and Associate Director of the Crohn's and Colitis Center at the Brigham and Women's Hospital. They're reviewing a recent randomized control trial in JAMA entitled Effect of Therapeutic Drug Monitoring versus Standard Therapy during Maintenance Infliximab Therapy on disease control in patients with immune-mediated inflammatory disease, a randomized control trial. So welcome, Dr. Allegretti, and can you enlighten us a little bit about why this is such an important topic? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I, I really enjoyed reading this paper and writing this summary. Therapeutic drug monitoring remains an important topic within IBD, especially as new biologics and new mechanisms of action come out. However, you know, it's sort of the mainstay in this field is really with infliximab and anti-TNF therapy and really maintaining tight control by using therapeutic drug monitoring has been uh, as an avid area of exploration in this space for a while. So I think it was nice to have a large randomized controlled trial to really Really help answer some of these questions about how effective is therapeutic drug monitoring in this disease space. I think as as community gastroenterologists, we're always worried that are the trough levels going to dip too low? Will antibodies develop and then minimize the effectiveness of our anti-TNF agent and lead to flares of Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis? So how exactly did the authors investigate this issue in their study? Yeah, so this was a randomized parallel group open-label clinical trial. Um, this was done in Norway over multiple hospitals, I believe about 20. And essentially what they did was they identified 454 adults who not only had inflammatory bowel disease, but other immune-mediated inflammatory diseases. So psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, spondyloarthritis, as well as Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And the patients had to be receiving maintenance infliximab therapy. And uh, essentially patients were randomized one-to-one -to, -one to the therapeutic drug monitoring arm or sort of standard of care arm. And essentially what happened if you were in the therapeutic drug monitoring arm was that they were systematically checking troughs and antibody levels, and then using an algorithm, um, dose adjusting purely based on the trough levels to ensure that you stayed in a therapeutic range of three to eight. And so, and then the standard of care arm essentially just continued to receive their infusions as they otherwise would. The primary outcome these authors were assessing was sustained disease control over a 52 week period. That was generally defined as no flare requiring change of treatment. So they didn't need to switch biologics or dose adjust their infliximab based on clinical symptoms or need, uh, you know, other immunomodulating therapies such as corticosteroids. And so um, essentially what these authors found was that among those who were in the therapeutic drug monitoring arm, 73.6% of them um, were able to have sustained disease control compared to 55.9% in the standard therapy arm. And so, you know, I think this is at a very high level, a, an important note into that tight disease control among these patients, you know, if you're proactively monitoring this can really make a difference in their long-term disease outcomes. So I think a bottom line here is simply that if you were in the therapeutic standard arm, you were twice as likely to have a flare 
of your disease compared to individuals who are in the therapeutic drug monitoring arm, which is pretty substantial. Absolutely. I think that's a great way of framing it. And, you know, again, remember, these aren't patients, these are patients who are doing well. And so this work is being done proactively. And so the the authors uh, are able to sort of tightly adjust the patients in the therapeutic drug monitoring arm to basically prevent a flare from happening. And, and the numbers don't lie in the study, they were able to do that successfully. Now, I know that this study looked at people with different immune-mediated diseases who were on infliximab, and ultimately, I think only about 30% had inflammatory bowel disease. Any other limitations that were important in this study? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's certainly, especially, you know, for those of us in the IBD community and GI community at large, um, you know, I think it's well recognized that patients with skin disorders and even rheumatologic conditions are somewhat easier to manage with infliximab than, say, IBD. Sometimes the dose regimens um, need to be a bit more intense than say in psoriasis, you know, so it's sometimes hard to compare Crohn's to psoriasis. And again, they, there was not statistical significance reached just to specifically among the IBD patients. So I do think that is one caution I would say when looking at this paper, but, you know, still the, the overall picture, I think agrees with therapeutic drug monitoring certainly is effective. Um, so I think one potential need for future research is certainly that larger randomized studies of specifically IBD patients would, I think, add to the body of literature. Sure, sure. Because I think they did show a statistically significant difference in the ulcerative colitis patients. Correct, but not the They Crohn's. had a smaller number of Crohn's patients. So they saw similar improvement in the therapeutic drug monitoring arm in the Crohn's disease patients. They just didn't have enough to be able to to demonstrate statistical significance. Well, I think the most important part here then is to hear a little bit more about what you do in your own practice. How do you utilize therapeutic drug monitoring um, in your patients? Yeah, so I'm a big proponent of proactive therapeutic drug monitoring. You know, this this study sort of very much resonated with me as I was reading it. Um, and so in my practice, I am fortunate that at my lab right now, we're using uh, the Mayo assay for infliximab trophin antibody testing. Um, I think many of you may have previously used Prometheus or are still maybe using Prometheus. And so there was a time when financial constraints to the patient made um, sort of regular therapeutic drug monitoring difficult because the patients were having to pay out of pocket anywhere from 75 to $250. And so now with Mayo Labs at my facility, that that no longer is the case. So I can sort of routinely check levels as often as I want. Um, And so in my practice, I always check an antibody and a trough level when I'm loading patients. So before that end of the loading dose, so that third dose. And then once patients are in maintenance, I routinely check it every six months if they are in stable remission. And again, I'm really doing this to look for sort of waning trough levels to see if I can dose adjust again, to prevent antibody formation and try to keep patients on these drugs as long as possible, because we know that antibody formation due to low trough levels is a real risk with anti-TNF therapy. And so I would rather be proactive and be able to prevent a flare than be reactive once the patient's already doing poorly, you know, it's sort of hard to put that genie back in the bottle. Can you talk a little bit more about how you will dose adjust levels or how you will make a decision to start an immune, an immunomodulator? 
based on antibody results? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, if the patient is doing well, and I'm just checking a routine level, and let's say they have a try, I use the cutoff of five in this paper, they used a range of three to eight. So, you know, average that out, it's essentially five. Um, so five is sort of my cut point. Um, and if the patient is dipping below five, um, I will dose adjust. Typically, uh, if you look at the pharmacokinetics of infliximab, you're actually better off shortening the interval than you are increasing the dose. Although if the level is very low, I will often do both. I may go to 7.5 milligrams per kilograms every six weeks um, as a first step. Um, if the level is very low, I may just go right up to 10 milligrams per kilogram, uh, 10 mg per kg every four weeks, depending on the data I have in front of me. Um, if the patient has a low drug level, a low drug trough level and low level antibodies, that's really when I am considering adding an immunomodulator because we really want to try to overcome those antibodies. And so I may use either azathioprine or methotrexate in my practice, depending on the patient's individual risk factors or potentially what they've tried and have failed before. Um, and so I'm typically trying to maximize monotherapy first if necessary, but in the setting of low-level antibodies, I do find adding an immunomodulator to be quite helpful um, in overcoming those. If the patient has high-level antibodies and no drug level, though that is, those are essentially neutralizing antibodies. You really can't overcome that. It's promising if they still have some drug level on board. That means that you have a chance to potentially overcome that by dose adjusting and adding an immunomodulator. I think that's a really good point that if they have no drug levels and high levels of antibodies, time to switch therapy completely. It's really low levels of antibodies with lower trough levels that are indicating maybe in uh, adding an immunomodulator at that point is still going to be helpful to maintain therapy with an anti-TNF agent. Definitely. Any other thoughts about what needs to be done in future research or any other pearls for our audience? Yeah, you know, I think, again, the focus here is on infliximab and, and anti-TNF therapy. And certainly infliximab, because it is part, part mouse protein, has certainly the highest risk of antibody formation. And so tight therapeutic drug monitoring and ensuring that your trough levels don't dip too low are really helpful for maintaining the durability of this agent. I think the utility of therapeutic drug monitoring for some of our newer mechanisms of action, such as vetolizumab and ustekinumab, I think remain a bit unclear. Um, and, you know, because, again, the risk of antibody formation with some of these newer MOAs is much lower. Um, I still do in my practice check levels um, for these newer MOAs, but I don't, I couldn't necessarily tell you this is absolutely the trough I'm aiming for, for example. And I think there definitely needs to be a lot more work done in that space. And again, you know, especially with regards to cost effectiveness, you know, do we even need to be checking trough levels in those drugs at all? But I think it seems clear the benefit with infliximab-based therapies. Well, thanks so much for talking with us today. I think this was a very informative paper on a really important topic. We'll speak again soon. Thanks for having me. <laughs>